0: In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome back, everybody, to the College Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Ben Jordan. And first, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone that's been listening to the podcast. We've had a great last two weeks in terms of viewership, in terms of feedback. I've been getting lots of uh, positive comments about the podcast. We finally made it onto Apple Podcasts, which is a huge success. And uh, anyways, today... I am joined by Mrs. Daniela Conco, who just turned twenty yesterday. Ryan. Am I right?
1: Yeah, just turned twenty. Just
0: turned twenty yesterday. How was your birthday?
1: It was really good. It was like the first nice day in Minnesota for a long time, and now it's raining again. So I think the sun came out just for my birthday.
0: Yeah, it was like seventy degrees yesterday. It was, I think
1: I got sunburnt.
0: Sunburnt, dang! Yeah. And today, yeah, today it's just been raining all all freaking day.
1: It was like thundering for like a minute straight. It was scary.
0: That's true. But yeah, I've known Daniela for a very long time. We we even went to Disney Disneyland together. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> good times, good it's times. Disneyland together it was a crazy, crazy time. But anyways, Daniela is global studies major, yep. same as me. Another liberal arts person on the podcast. Oh
1: yeah, we love liberal arts.
0: Yeah, but yeah, int- go ahead and introduce yourself. Um, I'm
1: Daniela. I'm also a second year studying global studies and political science unlike Ben I get eight to nine hours of sleep every (laughs) night so (laughs) that's pretty cool.
0: And the reason I wanted to have Danielle on the podcast is today's topic is going to be living in Alaska which I think is just the craziest coolest thing ever but tell everyone how that happened like how did you end up living in Alaska for I think most or if not all of
1: last summer? Yeah so I like walked into my Arabic class one day and like November last year and one of my best friends in the class was like hey I just applied to work at this Girl Scout camp in Alaska would you want to apply to and I was like I don't know what else I'll do this summer so sure so then I applied and then got an interview they offered me the job like right during the interview and then I accepted it not really like knowing what I just accepted like spending my summer across the country like away from everyone I knew but yeah then I just ended up being in Alaska from like May to August last summer
0: so you accepted the job during the interview?
1: Yeah. She was like, so, like, we want to offer you the job. Like, you can take some time to think about it or, like, you can tell me now. And I was like, sure, like, I'll do it.
0: Wow. And this was over the phone?
1: Yeah. We were just, like, on the phone. Um, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's zero to 100 real quick. It You're was like, real yep, quick. like, yep, I'm just going to go all the way across the country and spend yeah. my summer in Alaska.
1: Yeah, for, like, little to no pay, basically. Really? Yeah. I got paid, like... Less than, like, 50 cents an hour, I think, for what I worked. Yeah, but I was getting, like, food and, like, a living space for the summer. So, Mm -hmm. I guess that's how it, like, evened out.
0: Was it considered, like, an internship?
1: No. It was just, like, a job. Just a summer job. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know for the camps, too, because they're only paying you for, like, the time. They're not paying you for when you're, like, sleeping and that kind of stuff either, Yeah,
1: but, like, we're technically, like, we were on the job when we were sleeping. Like, if something was going to happen at night, like, we would have to respond. But because we were like living there and eating their food like they didn't have to pay us minimum wage
0: I see yeah and this is a Girl Scout camp
1: yeah Girl Scouts of Alaska what
0: does that what does that mean what's like a Girl Scout camp like
1: um the Girl Scout camp I went to growing up was a lot different from this camp my camp had like horses (laughs) and just like different activities but being in Alaska it was like pretty secluded we were kind of in the middle of nowhere um but we just like did swimming arts and crafts um campfires camp out stuff like that
0: that's cool because yeah when I I can't even picture Alaska in my head because I've never been there before oh, okay but when I picture Alaska I'm picturing like mountains and those huge blue looking lakes yeah and glaciers and it being like sunny all the time and like big elk walking by <laughs> is, that, is that actually like did you see like those types of things honestly is like, it just a big forest in the middle of nowhere
1: that's pretty accurate like alaska like i've i went to alaska once before but my like most recent memories of mountains have been like in colorado we have to like actually drive into the mountains to be like anywhere near them but like in alaska you're just like driving on the highway and you're surrounded on all sides by mountains which is really cool but kind of claustrophobic feeling Um, but yeah, they have like a really big problem on the main highway leaving Anchorage of like so many moose being killed because they just like hang out on the highway. Yeah. There's like one mom that like gives birth every year to like her moose on the highway. (laughs) It's just so weird. Yeah.
0: Is there, and how many people even live in Alaska? Do you know? I always think it's just some big abandoned place. I mean, I know it's like the size of Texas or bigger than Texas it's
1: bigger it's the biggest state it's like bigger than Texas yeah I have no clue how many people live there but I've I've yeah I feel like it's small
0: I feel like you almost got to be like crazy to live there too
1: yeah there's definitely like an Alaska energy like I don't think anyone from like Minnesota that I've met is anything like the people that I met in Alaska
0: did you feel like you were still in the United States or did it feel kind of weird and separate and like you were in the Arctic or like more like Canada.
1: Yeah, it definitely felt like I was in Canada because like when I went up to Alaska I didn't fly. Me and my dad like drove through Canada to get there. Um, so it just like felt like I was in a different country the whole time. And like looking at like the like signs on the highway, they had like all of the United States, like the continental United States and then Canada and then Alaska because they had to make sure that their state was like actually on the map. Mm-hmm. It was funny
0: wow and how long was the drive from minnesota to what What city were you in in alaska wasilla how long was it from minnesota to wasilla
1: it was i think it took me and my dad six days when we went up but it took us like seven or eight days when we came back whoa yeah it was really it was really long
0: was it long and boring or was there like a lot of cool stops on the way
1: um it was pretty boring when we drove through like minnesota and north dakota and then like the beginning of canada but then once we got to alberta and british columbia like we were kind of like going through the national parks of canada which was really cool and then we got into like the yukon territory of canada which was like literally so empty like we had to like fill up our car with gas every time that we stopped because we didn't know when the next gas station was going to be um yeah it was really cool
0: yeah that's crazy and fun fact my mom was born in fairbanks oh I, really I, yeah i've never been to alaska
1: Interesting. and my
0: mom hasn't been back to alaska in like fi- like since she left it's like 50 years oh dang but Wait, she was born in fairbanks
1: was she did she like grow up in fairbanks or was she just like no i
0: think she just lived there for a year or two oh, okay but the some of the stories that i've heard growing up from family members in, in the time they lived in alaska is crazy and I remember two in particular and you probably have experience with the first one but they would tell me that in the summer there was just times where the sun didn't set and that it was always sunny and it would kind of go down but then it would pop back up again and that there was like baseball teams that would play games at midnight because it just never got dark so they would people would just be playing outside at midnight did you that's so funny
1: yeah no like all of the campers that like i had like half of them were like taking melatonin at night because they weren't producing it because it was so sunny all the time and like i would put campers to bed at 10 it would be bright as day out i would like go to the bathroom sometimes at like three four in the morning and like it was still sunny out and i was like when is this sun gonna set like my dad had has a picture when he was in Alaska back in like the eighties where he's just like reading a newspaper at three in the morning. No. It's like I didn't believe it. I was like, "There's no way that's true." But like the sun just stays up the whole summer.
0: So it d- did it ever get dark when you were there?
1: Um, towards the end, like mid August, the sun started setting, and I was like, "What's happening?" Like I haven't seen the sunset in like months.
0: What? That's crazy. Yeah. Does that? cause problems with like sunburn
1: um no because it's like so far from the equator that it's like there's like no uv or i don't know whatever it is i'm not in science but it does cause a lot of problems in the winter because the sun doesn't rise really that much like everyone has really bad seasonal depression Mm -hmm. because like they just don't get to see the sun
0: yeah because in the winter that would be insane because you'd have the total opposite Mm mm-hmm so you would just be dark all the time. Yeah. And it's so extreme, too, because I imagine the summers are are fairly mild. I mean, what was the average temperature, do you think?
1: Um, I think the average was around, like, 50. There was, like, maybe oh. one day that I got it, like, into the 60s. But it was pretty mild. But I, like, really like that weather. So it was really enjoyable all summer.
0: So it's kind of, like, sweatshirt-type weather? Yeah, like sweatshirt time.
1: and, like, shorts or, like, light pants. It was fun. But
0: it never got up to... 80s no 90s. never no <laughs> literally never so were you ever wearing shorts or not um, much?
1: there was one day where i wore shorts Only, one but it day. also like rains a lot in alaska it's like actually a part of a rainforest what yeah i didn't know that but it's like part of a rainforest so it was raining there like basically the whole summer
0: interesting yeah that must have not been fun if you were at a camp or
1: um like we made fun like with it but because it's so temperate too like when it rains here in the summer like it's pretty humid but like it was raining and it was only like 50 degrees so then like it just started getting so cold mm-hmm. um i remember one time we like took our campers swimming and they all had like hypothermia basically right. by the end of swimming cuz it was just so cold and i was like is this the summertime or what yeah um but like because of the rain, like there's a lot of different kinds of mushrooms that grow in Alaska, Interesting. which was cool to see.
0: Interesting. What was your day to day schedule like?
1: Um, So we would wake up by the bell and the bell would ring like 10 minutes before breakfast. And they expected us to be able to get all of our campers up and be ready for breakfast in 10 minutes, like dressed. And most of the time we wouldn't be. So like half of the camp would roll up to breakfast and like their pajamas still it was pretty chill and we would have like this like horrible camp food that like came in a cisco truck twice a week and then we'd have breakfast someone would clean up breakfast then we just have like different activities throughout the day um when i was hired i didn't realize that i was gonna have to be like planning a bunch of the activities every day so i had to like just come up with random stuff for kids to do i was like today we're gonna like go pretend to build forts in the forest oh you were coming up with activities yeah there was like maybe one activity a day that was planned for us the rest what? i had to come up with like with my co-counselor what yeah really? <laughs> by the end of the summer i was like uh like here's a board game have fun do
0: you think it was kind of disorganized then
1: yeah not gonna lie it was kind of messy
0: But did you still enjoy it?
1: Yeah, like, it was still so fun because the kids, like, didn't care. They were like, whatever, like, we're just here to, like, get away from our families. Right. Just having a good time. And, like, it just, like, the counselors got so close because we were all just, like, what the heck are we supposed to be doing right Mm -hmm. now? So that was fun.
0: And were these kids, were they mostly all from Alaska? Or were they also coming from other places in the United States?
1: Um, Most of the campers were from Alaska. But because Alaska is so big and there's so many like random like rural communities a lot of the campers did fly in for camp and like at one time we had a camper like flying on a float plane so like her parents like flew her to camp like on their plane and landed on the lake
0: oh my goodness and it
1: was so extra but it was so cool to see that's badass yeah it was really badass
0: that's a that's a hell of a way to enter into the camp
1: yeah and her <laughs> mom flew the plane like it wasn't her dad it was her mom and I was no like, this is cool
0: just casual yeah alaskan things what did you notice um within alaska of like cultural differences or i know i've heard too that people in alaska eat a ton of fish i don't know if that's true or not but what did you notice
1: they definitely do eat a lot of fish but our camp director was like deathly allergic to fish so we never got to have fish at camp but i got to go deep sea fishing and caught some halibut which is cool so fish is like a big thing in alaska the weirdest thing, though, was, like, Alaskans like, tend to be really libertarian. So, like, one time I was on a hike, and this guy was, like, smoking a joint, but then, like, also had, like, a rifle with him. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> it was just so weird. Like, everyone just, like, had these, like, really weird political thoughts. And, like, I think a lot of them just want to be separate from the U.S., but, like, can't be.
0: Mm. Yeah, they're so isolated up there. Do, yeah. they, do they consider themselves... Um different like more so do they consider themselves more so alaskan than they would american
1: yeah i think they definitely do consider themselves more alaskan and they like refer to like the continental u.s as like the lower 48 or like america but then they like call themselves alaskans
0: i see yeah yeah i'd imagine that being being super isolated up there but Yeah. yeah from what i've heard i've heard i've seen these articles about the amount of salmon that alaskans consume mm-hmm. is just huge numbers um i imagine it's more expensive i don't know what you can grow in alaska either i imagine it's pretty expensive for them to import certain fruits and vegetables yeah
1: it was like when i would like, go to like walmart because that's like all there was when i would go to walmart on my breaks like buying a bag of cheetos was like four or five dollars and i was like Whoa. this is ridiculous But throughout the summer, because the sun is so intense, like all of their vegetables get like really big. So like one time I saw a cucumber that was like the size of my like forearm and I was like, whoa, this is like not natural, but it (laughs) was natural. It was so weird.
0: Yeah. What did that taste like?
1: I didn't taste it. I (laughs) was just like looking at it. I was like, I don't know if I want to eat this.
0: Yeah. Were you interested in being a like, have you ever done a camp counselor type thing before or was this totally new for you?
1: This was pretty new. I have, like, worked with kids before, but never like this. Like, never at, like, a sleepaway camp where I would have to be with them 24-7. Um, That was different.
0: Yeah. That would be rough being in charge of all the Girl Scouts. And yeah. Were you living in cabins, or what were you living in?
1: We were living in platform tents. So, like, the base was made out of, like, wood, and it was, like, permanent. But then they just, like like tarp over it um Whoa. yeah and we just had like cots and it was like four to six counselors in a tent
0: and how many and we would have Girl like Scouts?
1: 40 campers per like unit
0: what's a unit
1: so like a unit is like the unit of like tents so there'd be like six tents in a unit there'd be 40 mm. girls and like six counselors
0: okay yeah and what age were all the girls
1: um as young as five and like up to high school
0: at the same camp together
1: they would be like divided into age groups okay but like we would have like five-year-olds for like like the three-day or four-day camps and then like the high schoolers were more likely like gonna be there for like a week or two weeks
0: i see so you would get new groups of students coming in every few weeks then
1: yeah so like we would have like two one-week sessions and then like a break a two-week session a break like so on and so forth
0: would you get um attached to uh, to a lot of the girls too or was it sad or were you
1: yeah no it was sad like my last session that we like got really attached to the girls just because they were all really sweet and they like were helpful and they weren't annoying they weren't mean like the middle schoolers I had the week before and then just like having to say goodbye to them and like knowing that I would never see them again was kind of sad
0: yeah same with the counselors too I'd imagine you got pretty close to yeah. a lot of them especially
1: yeah and it was hard because a lot of the counselors like that I got close to are from like Europe <laughs> so I was oh, like okay but it's nice because then I can like go visit them and yeah. stay with them but yeah my like closest friends from camp one lives in Tennessee the other one lives in Ireland and then one lives in New Zealand
0: wow yeah do you still keep in touch or just yeah we have social like, media
1: we have like a group chat and we like talk um and like facetime every once in a while but it's hard because of like the time differences too
0: yeah summer camps are tough um i was at one last summer as well in oh yeah poland but it was only for two weeks but yeah at the end of those i mean you get really attached to some of the people i mean i'm pretty good at not getting too attached but i remember the goodbyes was always people Balling mm-hmm. their eyes out yeah. and like hugging you and like the kids were just heartbroken I was yeah. like oh my goodness it's, like, so, it's so hard attached. for the
1: kids the kids get like attached to each other but they're like all from like around wherever and they don't really get to see each other again until like maybe next year at camp yeah do you think the campers got attached to you
0: yeah they definitely did um I I remember this one girl in particular who was just crying and like wouldn't even let go of me and she was saying like i'll never like meet someone as nice as you again and i was like no it'll be all right like you're gonna meet a ton of cool people um like throughout the next few years in your life and like there will be people just as cool as me i don't know i'm so cool <laughs> yeah that but is she was so just sad. like crying and crying i didn't even know what to do because i'm oh not i'm not good in those type of situations so well yeah like, someone's yeah. just
1: like attached to you crying mm-hmm. that would be so hard
0: yeah for me too as, as yeah. a guy i'm just kind of staying like, like uh, uh, uh. her parents are like kind of looking <laughs> like at me what's happen- like, uh.
1: <laughs> how old were your campers
0: they were middle school okay two. they were actually it was a pretty big range it was age 11 to 18
1: Oh, that is big. So
0: some of them were sixth grade, and some of them were, like, seniors in high school.
1: Yeah. Did you have them for, like, the full two weeks?
0: No, it was one-week sessions. Okay, so so you had two one-week sessions.
1: Were your middle middle schoolers, like, mean to you?
0: No, there there wasn't. They weren't mean to me. There was some that were particularly troublesome because they were middle schoolers, and they were just crazy. And I got the privilege of being handed those middle schoolers yeah to deal with. <laughs> lucky you <laughs> yeah lucky me so there was some crazy ones but um i don't know they were all respectful and we all oh, got along nice. and it was just sometimes it was hard to keep them on track but yeah it, it's to be expected it's a camp the days get long mm-hmm. it weird also it was an english camp we're trying to teach them english oh, okay and it's it's a little harder because then the camp's based around learning it's not all fun mm-hmm. like sometimes it's gonna be more serious yeah and other times it will be fun games but now camp life is super interesting it's
1: so when you were at camp were you living in tents or did you have cabins
0: we we were in like a hotel
1: oh <laughs> what that is so much fancier yeah. than my camp we were at,
0: okay it gets even better we were actually in like a palace it's called like a palace <laughs> in, in poland and it's mo- basically basically like a really nice hotel um, I can't even describe it, but it's kind of looks like a palace on the outside, but it's got like columns and the rooms were all super nice and it had like a backyard and it was pretty bougie.
1: <laughs> and you got paid to live there for two weeks. No, we didn't get paid. Oh, okay.
0: But yeah, it was, it was just like you where you get the food, yeah. and the living, and you could even, if you did it for like four weeks, I think you could even get credit for college i didn't oh, do it for nice. that long yeah but they had uh these programs throughout poland so you could go to different cities if you want i stayed but apparently i did stay in the nicest one of course you that did. they had um because people were telling me that some of them they did stay at were more like i don't know if they ever stayed in cabins but there yeah. was definitely places where it was just kind of like a guest house oh, okay and it wasn't very nice so i lucked out i got the palace uh insane yeah i miss that place but i noticed in camp too that when i was there it almost felt like i was just in a different world yes like we're living in this kind of bubble Mm -hmm. and we have one two weeks and all i was really thinking about was just being here and the people i'm with and then yeah you know what i mean though
1: yeah no definitely especially like not being able to like really leave until like the session was done or whatever i was like i felt very like almost like i was in like a compound or something i just like and i didn't have any cell phone service and there's no wi-fi at camp so i was just like like didn't know at all what was going on in the outside world
0: whoa so you didn't have any internet service
1: no like i would go to walmart to get wi-fi at the end of camp because i was like i need to talk to someone that's like outside of this place You probably had, like, cell service in the palace that you were living at. Yeah, I did
0: the whole time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We didn't have that luxury in Alaska.
0: Wow. So you went, so you'd go entire weeks with just no internet connection.
1: Yeah. Like, I could call. It, like, costed me money. It cost me money, but it was, like, worth it to, like, talk to someone that, like, wasn't inside this, like, bubble that I felt like I was Mm -hmm. inside.
0: What was that? Was that horrible? I mean, I know so many people, including myself. Mm Mm-hmm are super attached to, like, devices and being on the internet. And I I imagine for me, too, like, just the thought of having to go a week without internet would be like, that would be tough.
1: Yeah, no, it was definitely, like, I thought it was going to be harder than it was because I definitely, like, knew I was someone who was, like, attached to being able to, like, use my phone to, like, go on Instagram or go on Twitter or whatever. But it was surprisingly easy just because I was so busy with camp and I only like got like a two-hour break every day for like myself and I would use that to like shower or like do laundry or write letters home or call my parents so like I didn't really have the time to go on social media and at night I was just so tired I would like pass out um so like coming back and like having time to like go on my phone has been like it was like weird when I got back I was like I don't know how to like navigate this anymore.
0: Yeah. And when you got back to, you probably felt like you had a lot of time.
1: Yeah. No, I felt, I was like, I don't know what to do with all this free time. Like, I don't know what to do without having like 10 children asking me what we're going to do next. Like it was very relaxing, but I also felt like I was not doing what I needed to be doing.
0: Right. And was there points during the camp? I imagine where you were just like, yo, I'm, I want to get home or I yeah. don't want to be here. Did yeah. you go through like that kind of, those kind of thoughts?
1: Um, With my, I had two week camp, both times we had two week camp and I just got so tired of the kids because I had middle schoolers the last time around and they were so mean to me. They just like didn't really like me, which is fine. I like could deal with it. But by the end of it, I was like, I need to go home. But that was, like, the second to last session, so it was fine. But they just, like, <laughs> we did, like, a Harry Potter dinner, and they were like, oh, you should dress up like Snape. You're the meanest person here. What? And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, okay.
0: Damn. Yeah. <laughs> middle schoolers are savage.
1: They were so mean. I was like, I'm never talking to a middle schooler again.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that wouldn't be fun. mm But for them, would you do it again or no?
1: I would I've been I was like thinking about it I was like would I go back? I don't know if I'd go back to the camp I was working at just because I kind of want to leave it at that summer I really liked the like staff that I got to work with and it's not going to be the same like yes there's only like two people I think going back from my season so I'm looking at working at some day camps I don't know if I would want to do like resident camp again
0: and you're still interested in Alaska
1: um I like always wanted to live in Alaska while I was growing up like I would like really pay attention to like Alaskan news but after living there for just like three months I think I've had enough of Alaska
0: yeah this is good
1: yeah no like that was like the perfect amount and yeah I don't know if I could ever actually like fully live there
0: yeah no you're exactly right too about the comparison thing um when I was talking to someone in Poland about that about how there is some people i know too who are going back to do it again Mm -hmm. but he was telling me that the problem well when i even when i stayed at the palace for two weeks (laughs) like i said it was two different sessions but even the counselors switched because some of them were going to different uh, cities within poland so it was like whole new counselors whole new kids and he was telling me that he doesn't like staying at the same place because anything that happened in that second week, I was going to compare with the first week, mm-hmm. right? And it, that that really did happen. Yeah, that I makes was sense. I was like, well, the new counselors came in, and I was like, eh, mm. these guys aren't as cool as the ones from last week. Yeah. And, like, kids come in, and I was like, eh. Yeah. They're just okay. Not. Yeah, they're just okay. Yeah. And I, everything was a comparison to mm-hmm. what had happened last week, whereas if I had gone to another city... It would have been a new place, new people, new experiences.
1: That's true. I probably
0: wouldn't have compared it as much.
1: Yeah. I definitely felt like even though like I was around like the same counselors all summer, like I definitely did compare the weeks. I was like, "Eh, these kids aren't as like fun or like easygoing as my last kids were, which I felt bad for because I was like, like they had nothing to do with the last group of kids. Like I should give them a shot, but they just like weren't as fun.
0: Yeah. You're definitely right too about Going back to the social media things, the days were super long long. for me as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, probably 8 or 9 a.m. to (laughs) 10 p.m.
1: Oh, dang. That is long.
0: Yeah. And then at 10 p.m., it was the kids would go to bed and then we would stay up, just the counselors Mm -hmm. and like play cards for like an hour or two and just talk. And it was like our mental
1: yeah like our break mental time
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how to describe it but those were always fun yeah and i have some crazy stories too <laughs> from that trip that i should i'll probably tell it another time but yeah. just yeah there were they would have i mean just to give preview they would have these huge parties at the palace on fridays
1: oh my god and at the people palace?
0: would travel from miles away Kilometers, if we're talking <laughs> kilometers and kilometers, because we were in a very rural area as well, yeah. a small town, and there was just some huge parties. I remember on the Fridays where there was like all of a sudden hundreds of people in like the backyard and like in the palace, and they had a DJ that came. Oh in, my god! And there was lights and dancing, and it was it was, was
1: crazy. it like other counselors from other camps coming, or was it just like no, it was, random uh, people? It was
0: for the town members. Oh, it was just like a Polish culture thing where it's yeah every friday we have a party and this is like where the party's at
1: oh that's fun and it
0: repeats every single friday
1: and it was at the palace
0: it was at the palace oh okay i was staying at the palace and just walked out and there was some crazy times there
1: one time the closest we got to a party me and like three other counselors just like drank wine on like a three-day camp break yeah and someone snitched on us What? so all four of us got like written warnings and three of them were like Europeans so they were here on a visa mm-hmm. and they were underage and so oh. our camp director was like if we weren't understaffed you guys would be deported what? and we were like oh my god it was so intense how did
0: they figure that out
1: I don't know because we literally like we got like a box of Franzia and we like burned the box and then i took the like bag that it comes in into town and threw it away in town so like someone just like must have overheard us talking about it and like snitched on us
0: that's crazy yeah Ooh.
1: that was my first written warning and then i got a second one um i got the second one because i ran it, or i rode in a 12 passenger van with 15 people oh and they my. said that wasn't safe
0: wow crazy yeah. alaska story <laughs> What was, like, your best memories, some of your best memories?
1: Um, I really liked going on, like, the couple-day breaks with my, like, co-counselors. The first break, we went to Kenai Fjords, which is, like, in the bottom of Alaska by Seward. And we just, like—I brought some tents up because I had my car at camp. And we just, like, camped along the ocean. And we went whale watching, and we went to Exit Glacier— And I got, like, a picture where Obama got his picture in Alaska, and it was really fun.
0: That sounds super fun. Did you take, so did you get to see a decent amount of Alaska in your time there?
1: Yeah, but Alaska is so big, so, like, I also didn't get to see a lot of Alaska. But I got to see, like, Kenai Fjords, Denali. Um, On my way home, my dad and I stopped at Skagway and Haines, which are, like, kind of down where all those, like, small little islands are um like closer to California but like not really um but like it's such a big state like I still like can't really like conceptually understand how big it is because I think I've only seen like maybe like a 16th of Alaska mm, and it's wow. just so big
0: yeah I definitely need to convince my mom to go back to Alaska yeah and take <laughs> have her bring me with. you
1: back short round
0: I think it would be a super super fun place to go to. So it's definitely on my bucket list. Yeah. But yeah, it's already been 32 minutes. Oh my God. And yeah, it just flies by. Yeah. But once again, to anyone who's still listening, thanks a ton for listening to the podcast. Um, if you enjoyed it, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you get notified, uh, when the next one comes out on all available platforms, wherever you're listening to, you should be able to subscribe. Um, daniela was a great guest to have on the show hopefully she'll definitely be back
1: thanks for having point. me ben yeah
0: we still have a lot to talk about yeah so <laughs> definitely but uh um, any closing words
1: um go this, visit alaska yeah <laughs> go visit alaska yeah alaska, see for yourself alaska,
0: alaskatourism.com <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm the plug
0: she's the plug but yeah once again thanks for listening and see you later
1: bye